Hello, my lovely hummingbirds. It's your girl, Monroe, and you're listening to... Mm. Pop culture. How's it going, everyone? Now, I know. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm so, so sorry, my loves. It has been a whole month. Since I last spoke to you, beautiful, beautiful, lovely hummingbirds. Uh, shit's been crazy uh, over here, <laughs> to say the fucking least. But we will get to that at the end of this episode. This might be a potentially longer episode, just because I'm going to try and get and like catch you up on everything that's been going on. Um, so yeah, getting you guys caught up. But before we begin, um, I do want you guys to join me in a moment of silence for Olivia Newton-John, better known for her role as Sandy Olsen in Grease, as well as the following individuals, Margaret Keane, James Can, Tony Sirico, Paul Sorvino, Tony Dow, Judith Durham, Nolan Neal, Kazuki Takahashi, Pat Carroll, Nichelle Nichols, Bill Russell, Vin Scully, Roger E. Mosley, Mary Alice, Jack Knight, and Ray Leota. Thank you for joining me in that moment of silence. Now, before we fully commence, I did also want to give you guys a little bit of a, well, not a little bit, it's a big, big, huge, (laughs) sorry. It is a pretty big update. As you know, here at Pop Culture, we take mental health very seriously. So, the big update is... The National Suicide Prevention um, Lifeline Helpline has changed their U.S. number. They have updated their number to a simplified version that is 988. So now if you call or text 988, you will be able to receive the assistance. It is no longer the 800 number. You don't have to remember by heart. It doesn't have to be a whole thing. Real simple, 988. So please, 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 if you or someone you know is struggling with depression, anxiety is not okay at this time for whatever it is that they're dealing with, please, please, please have them reach out. Another thing I wanted to do, um, so you guys know I love Webtoon, right? This is not an ad. By the way, I just love Webtoon, but if you guys want to sponsor me, I would be so happy. Oh my god. Anybody on Webtoon listening, please? (laughs) But I absolutely love Webtoon. I'm subscribed to like a a fuck ton of Webtoons. I love it. And one of my all-time favorite webtoons, oh, I'm going to cry, it is Midnight Poppyland. 
and unfortunately the author and creator of Midnight Poppyland, Lily Dusk, did post on her Patreon uh, back in May that she will not be returning until late September to early October due to the loss of a loved one. Miss Lily Dusk, my deepest and sincerest condolences. I absolutely love your work. It brings me joy at the end of pretty much every day. I do fast pass everything, not gonna lie. (laughs) I do it to myself. But I just want you to know loss is never easy. And I hope that if you are listening to this by some miracle of the universe, you are so incredibly strong. It it will get better. You will feel more able to do things. I know everyone grieves differently. To all the other fans of Midnight Poppyland, please, please, please have some patience. It is hard as fuck to go through loss like that and like I said not everyone grieves the same so please uh take care of yourselves go reread different episodes (laughs) um and Lily Dusk please take care of yourself okay we are all here waiting patiently for your return but I hope you return okay my deepest condolences in other webtoon news, Law Olympus. <laughs> you guys know we are a Hades simp over here. Oh my god. Uh, another webtoon fan. Look, yes, y'all, I love the romantic ones. Okay, I'm a little romantic bitch. <laughs> so, of course, I, lo- I need the Hades to my Persephone, Lore Olympus version. Lol Olympus version. I need it. Okay. Uh, yeah. They are also on a two-week hiatus at the moment. So, y'all, we're going to be going into all our other favorite webtoons in the meantime as we patiently wait for the return. Um, these amazing webtoons, y'all. Like, a simp over here. Anyway. All my craziness aside... Let's get into the cheese man. So, all right, before we start with the Kardashians, because <laughs> you guys already know what I'm going to talk about. Uh, so, antes de las Kardashians estaban los Quintanilla. So, if you don't know who los Quintanilla are, uh, let me fill you in real quick because apparently. Now everybody knows who Selena is, and I, my heart. Pero, como me duele. I found this out through TikTok this year, because other singer was talking about Yolanda being up for parole in, like, 2025, I think it was. And everyone thought that she was talking about Selena Gomez, and she's like, What? 
No, I'm talking about the queen, about Selena Quintanilla. And I found it really funny, and I know I mentioned it on here before, how, like, even one of my best friends who's not from Chicago, she's from Florida, uh, she was like, yeah, she's like, I didn't really know who Selena was either until I got over here. And I, like, it just, it baffled me because she's like, you know, she really is, like, you you have to be surrounded by gente mexicana or, like, people that have been around gente mexicana to be exposed to her like that. And I was just like, damn, y'all missing out. But anyway, <laughs> so... And the reason that I say that is because if you're part of the Latino community, oh my God, I'm almost like choked right there. Sorry. <laughs> if you're part of the Latino community, you're part of the Mexicano community. Uh, you grew up on Selena, but you also grew up around her tragedy and around the drama that was her family after her loss prior to her loss all of it especially her dad now like i have shared on here before like you know the 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 selena conspiracy theory that like her dad basically uh planned everything with yolanda because of the whole concept and everyone's like you know there's there's two sides to that coin like it, it is fucked up from the concept of like you know people are making this theory and like they're her parents they should love her why are we making such a hard fucked up thing however it has been very known that like they do capitalize and monetize on her the reason i am bringing selena up besides the fact of that one tiktok where i like I was like, oh my god, I have such Selena vibes right now <laughs> because of my outfit, but that's the point. Um, so I saw, like, so anxious uh, that they are going to be releasing, apparently, a new album uh, remastered. Where did I put it for the date? So, it's supposed to be August 26th for the release date, and it is going to be called Moonchild Mixes. I feel weird about it. The reason that I feel weird about it. So, I think it was AB that came out and talked about it, her brother, that, you know, they went back into the studio and they, like, fucked with the sound. Not in the sense of, like, they complete... Well, they did. So they stated that the songs were all, hmm, how do I put this? This is stuff that she recorded when she was from the age of 13 to 16. She's a baby. She's a little teenage baby. So they went in there into the studio to, I don't want to say fix it because I don't like that verbiage, but in their eyes, they fixed it. They adjusted the sound to make her sound more mature. And personally, I have a fucking issue with that. Because to me, it feels like they are very much trying to release this as like, see, this is Selena type of thing. And like, she did this and this and that. And I'm just like, okay, 
but it is her just because it is not selena how we knew her in her late teens early 20s it's like why like the reasoning behind the sound manipulation like is it you know i i have my opinions <laughs> in regards to all of that but like i don't know i feel some type of way and then like uh, you know i've had a lot, of, a lot of frustrating moments over the course of the past month just <laughs> watching the world um <laughs> and according to the internet uh kim kardashian apparently has her eye on the selena grammy's dress which honestly bitch what the fuck like i'm sorry i'm so fucking sick and tired of her like i don't give a fuck mommy kardashian like do your shit chris i come on to pop culture have a little discussion with me because i'm honestly fucking annoyed like get a replica i was pissed with marilyn i'm pissed with the idea that she's trying to go after selena and then like the part that irks me is someone pointed out they were like you know her family would probably do it like selena's family would most likely be like yeah sure go ahead kim put it on and it's like what the fuck because i mean they're very about like doing that <laughs> honestly they really fucking are and i don't know mm, i just mm, i feel some type of way about it uh Another thing with that, so she did actually cause damage to the Maryland dress. The dress is damaged. And that's not cool. I don't appreciate that. Speaking of Marilyn, so all you motherfuckers that are out on the internet talking shit about Ana de Armas. I don't approve. <laughs> I don't approve of y'all doing that. Y'all leave my baby alone. She is an incredible fucking actress who gives a fuck about her accent. And also, everybody out here wilding. Let me tell y'all why. So, I don't know if y'all know this because I sure as hell did not. And I am a Marilyn aficionada. And I did not fucking know that her mom was born in Mexico. Which then would make Marilyn Mexico-Americana. Before y'all fight me on this. Before you fight me. <laughs> so, one of the things that happened with her is that the studios specifically told her, like, you cannot show these people that you know Spanish, that you understand Spanish, that you speak Spanish. So, they very much so whitewashed a part of her mother's culture that she did to some degree grew up in a lot of people are saying no marilyn's a white woman da, 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 da. she's not mexican she has no mexican blood in her blah, 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 blah. okay so i'm gonna just say this because there's there's a whole lot of colorismo in mexico Besides la gente que es like al cien indígena that have no colonization in the bloodline. 
and then by in turn are born here. How are we to say that she was not exposed to the culture, that her mom was not raised in Mexican culture? Like, it's so weird to me. It's so weird to me because, like, I mean, like, my mama. My mama se ve bien gringuita, not gonna lie. <laughs> and then I, too, am a white Mexican. Like, it's a miracle I fucking tanned this year, not gonna lie. So, I understand where you guys are going with the whole, like, well, just because she was, or just because her mom was born there does not make her that. But it's like, okay but if she knew the language understood the language that means that her mom taught her things that she learned of the place she was born and of that culture so how i don't know i got issues with it but whatever and then there was the whole conversation that started up about that i can't remember the creator's names and biscuits and gravy but there was this whole discussion that happened around how a lot of really known really well-known celebrities in old hollywood were latinos and how they had to essentially whitewash their images their name in order to get these roles right y'all when i tell y'all i cried i'm not even gonna lie when i saw that like guess what is mexicana and that, like, a lot of these other celebrities that I looked up, like, oh, my God, I'm going to cry. Holy shit, y'all. Uh, so, slight quick tangent. I am in, like, a drama therapy program thing. And, like, oh, been unlocking a lot of, about my existence. But growing up, besides... Salma Hayek and Sofia Vergara and like everybody in las novelas <laughs> I was like I I don't see me right I, I don't see me on TV that's not really a thing and when I saw like just the list of names pouring in and the pictures that were being shared of everybody that essentially shut down their hispanidad, it like it broke me because it was people that I had idolized and then like family was like see again el colorismo <laughs> you know there there was that like aspiration to be white within the latino community because it was like if you act more like them then you will be safe type of mindset you will be set all of that shit and also a revolving around like body image was a really big thing like si tienes este cierto cuerpo si tienes cierta actuación de sensualidad like all this shit and like you're something's wrong with you right and then like 
it just it hit me in a really like up type of place because I was like yo so you mean to tell me that this entire motherfucking time <laughs> I've been lied to my childhood is a lie <laughs> but I mean not gonna lie it also is very like well not everything is as it seems in Hollywood which is like fucking pristine so anyone bashing on the armas like stop listening to me because i don't stand for it and i will most definitely have a big ass fucking like hurrah for this maryland movie because hell fucking yeah i love maryland that's my bitch but anyway (laughs) since i mentioned the kardashians yeah we're gonna talk about them we're gonna talk about them we're gonna talk about all of it I know the internet lost their shit when y'all found out that Tristan and Chloe were going to have a second baby because I lost my shit. I was like, girl, did we not learn the lesson? <laughs> and Chloe's a fellow moon baby. So I was like, bitch, stop. <laughs> I get it, but stop. Well, been there, but stop. This is not the year. <laughs> this is not the season for this. So I was, I was, I'm not gonna lie, I was like, what the fuck? And (laughs) I would be glad to inform you all that they are indeed not back together. Uh, What happened, which is so fucked up, so fucked up. I hate this man. He need to go fix himself. But anyways, I'm sorry, fix is a strong word. Do better. Just do better, Tristan. Um, yeah, so basically they had agreed to have another child together before the cheating rumors happened. Now we all know Chloe has always wanted to have more kids. And so this man agreed. And I think it was like two months. Two months. And then the cheating scandal happened. And him having a whole other baby and like all this shit. And I'm just like... What the fuck? That is not okay. And yes, we have to talk about it. We gotta talk about Kim and Pete Davidson breaking up. They have officially called it quits. And of course, in classic Kanye fashion, he went ahead and trolled the fuck out of Pete. Now, people are talking their shit saying like oh pete come on now like you're a comedian you've talked your shit how can you not stand for a joke blah blah because he is now in a trauma therapy program now here's my thing about that kanye don't take a motherfucking joke either they both have the same mental health issues kanye has very much so attacked the fuck out of this man Has Kanye been treated fairly entirely by the Kardashians in regard to their relationship and all of that shit? Probably not. I don't know. I don't know about that. But he has very much so been accosting this man for a while. And for individuals with mental health, issues right pain is processed differently 
and Pete has mentioned many times before, like, when he falls for somebody, he falls hard, and he feels hard for a person. So, like, the fact that he is in a trauma therapy program afterwards does not surprise me. All these comments running around about Kim talking shit about him, saying, like, not talking shit, but basically pointing out, like, well, he's, like, very immature. Girl, he's 28. Like, I'm 28. I'm immature as fuck about a lot of shit sometimes. But, like, you're 41. Like, I get it. Age gaps can work in relationships when you're older, (laughs) as they are. Pero there was this one thing that I saw that was saying that, like, you know, they live two very different lives because he wants her to be able to just, like, get up and go on a plane and meet him wherever he is, you know, because she has the financial means to do so. But, like, also, she is a mom with four kids, right? So, like, mm, that's kind of hard to maneuver. So I understand where, like, that part and, like, if he did not want to necessarily compromise on that, that might have been a lot. Also, he did go ahead and change his whole, like, aesthetic to be with her publicly type of shit uh which very much so reminds me of like how she had to very much so change all of her aesthetic when she got with Kanye type of thing uh he threw some slight shade. sorry I giggled a little but he threw some slight shade Kanye he was like you know I taught them how to be cool (laughs) I fucking died anyway so And there has been a lot of conversation about how, like, any man that enters the Kardashian-Jenner clan gets hurt in some type of way, shape, or form, like, gets, like, damaged. And they were talking about, like, all the previous relationships and all this shit that happened. And while we hope Pete takes care of his mental health as he fucking should, we hope Kanye takes care of his mental health as he fucking should be. You know, because mental health is no fucking joke. It is a very serious thing. And while a therapy setting does not work for everyone, maybe it can help you gain the tools that you need to kind of, like, gear yourself in a way where, like, it, how do I put it? That it raises your plateau. You know, because, like, I, myself, (laughs) and all my mental health issues feel shit really intensely. So, like, and it's not fun for me. It's not. (laughs) Because, like, not only did I live with the, like, hmm, maybe you should tone it down type of life growing up and all this shit, but also it's this whole, like, When it's really intense, it's great. But what must go up must come down type of shit. So, like, it's it's hard. It really is. And, like, I just, I hope they take care of themselves. But I will fucking say this about the situation. Kim did say he was just a fling. So we can't be surprised. Because she did say she was just DTF. He was her rebound. As much as that fucking sucks to say she really, he really was. He was simply a rebound for her. And she also needs to, like, work on her shit. 
work your shit out. You know, she's gone through everything that she's gone through. I would hope they have therapists. I would hope because mental health should be aligned with physical health, but none of my business, everybody's journey. Um, but I hope she takes the time that she needs to to really figure out, like, what the fuck it is she wants. And I know that co-parenting is never easy. And, you know, much much love and peace to them. And hopefully they, like, figure that shit out because messy in... Not so Kardashian news, but by association, because she, Courtney married Travis Barker. We're going to talk about Landon Barker and all that bullshit with little Huddy that's going on. Um, <laughs> so in his song, 10 Things I Hate About You, or All Things I Hate About You, because 10 Things I Hate About because the, 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 the 10 Things I Hate About You is already taken uh, by this other singer I listened to, I was like, wait, wasn't this a thing? And then I went and listened to the other song. Completely different sounds, but still. Similar concept. But in the song, Chase Hudson goes on to say all this shit about how she's a bad liar, homie hopper, blah, 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 all this shit, and saying you could have been with a rock star but you are with a you chose to be with a bum poser landon took offense because he's like are you fucking kidding me like dude his dad is travis barker but i hear me out (laughs) hear me out though is landon in a band though not to my knowledge (laughs) to my knowledge he's not in band so what I think Chase meant by that was like, I'm in a band, I'm going somewhere, I'm going to be a rock star. He's not because in Chase's eyes, he might just be living off his dad's rock star fame. But we're going to leave that alone. Um, and Landon did end up commenting at a point. He's like, to be clear, they broke up X amount of months ago. Like, I did not take her from him. Blah, say blah. Now where everyone is like... Charlie, baby, stop, is because she gave an interview at Entertainment Tonight, or Entertainment Now, one of those two, Um, and they asked her, you know, like, how did this relationship happen, and she really said that it was through Dixie, because Dixie just really, you know, keeps her in the loop about things, and blah, 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 and I'm like, wait, but didn't you, like, weren't you dating Chase for like three years and him and Chase were like good friends and Landon was like we weren't best friends we were just friends and I'm like he went to your dad's wedding though and maybe celebrity life is just a little bit different but like what (laughs) and like girl who fucking cares your sister did it too she dated her ex's fucking friend like and is still with him happy like go ahead like do your shit but own up to your shit too i don't know whatever can't judge (laughs) can't judge on my end uh more sad news and hopefully drake i hope you're doing good bro i hope you get better he has tested positive for covid 
and had to reschedule the Young Money uh, reunion show. We hope he gets better soon. Will Smith has officially posted an apology video for the infamous slap. Uh, apologizing to Chris directly via video, you know, talking about how he wasn't right at the time and all this shit. And like, bro, we know. I, I have my opinions. I really do. I really do. Um, but. Because everyone that was saying that he was, like, justified for what he did got real quiet on the internet <laughs> when he came out with the apology and said, you know, he was wrong for that shit. I think, and, and this is just me, I mean, Will and Jada have gone through some very public, turbulent fucking times. Let's just be real, they really fucking have. And, like, it has very much so taken a toll on both of them. You know, I think that is the theme for today's episode. Y'all need some help. Y'all need to work on yourselves. Like, like truly work on yourselves, though, because that shit is not cute. And it's not all just fun and glitter and rainbows. And, like, oh, my God, love and light and sitting and meditating. Like, while that is a very beautiful aspect to it that I personally, I love it. But also, it takes a lot of, like, owning up to your shit, confronting your shit, dealing with it, and really going through some grime because we are not perfect as humans. And, like, I know fuck time to times a bitch was toxic as fuck, bitch being me. So, like... Sending some love, Will Smith's way. Hopefully, Will, you you get to talk to a professional that can really help you discern and work things out. And you and Jada can work on your marriage. Because clearly that is having a very, very heavy impact as well as probably any other personal things going on with him. So there's my hot take on that. Oh, shit. I almost dropped my whole phone. The Queen Beyonce herself has blessed us with another album. And she has blessed us with a TikTok. <laughs> so she released her album Renaissance. And it is amazing. I love it. I'm obsessed. <laughs> there, stamp approval. That's my seal on it. Uh, but one of the things that did happen, so she recently had to remove energy because of an issue that she was getting involved with, uh, Kelly's. If you don't know who that is, uh, she is my milkshake brings all the boys to the yard. That's who she is. And it was over a snippet that, it wasn't even a snippet, it was like, she basically used the la 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 in the song and she was upset she was like you know you didn't call me blah 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 and at first 
the resolution was that Beyonce then added her as a writer of the song. And, and that means she would have gotten royalties, right? For this song, for that snippet. But then she went ahead and talked her shit about Beyonce. So Beyonce was like, okay, bet, bitch. <laughs> Pretty sure that's not how that happened. <laughs> Put the smooth rendition of it. And so then she went, took that shit to battle, and now Kelly gets nothing. Because she is not an actual writer of the song. She is not a producer of the song. She did not go behind the creative value of this song. She simply performed it and helped popularize the song, right? But after she stopped singing the song because it does not officially belong to her she does not own those masters uh she doesn't get anything for it and there was this whole article like discussing the situation and essentially they ended it with like don't block your blessings guys <laughs> don't let your emotions Ooh, i'm so sorry i'm a sleepy girl <laughs> They were saying, <laughs> don't let your emotions essentially bring you to such an energetic vibration where, like, you block your own shit because you feel some type of way, right? So it's a whole, like, pulling back and being able to look at the grand scheme of things. Like, I understand why... I understand it from an artistic standpoint. Like, if I put in all this fucking work for this art piece, right? I went, I wrote, I edited, I produced, I mixed. I did all the shit that goes into this song making. Hell yeah, fuck, cut me my check. But if, you know, I'm going to just leave it there. Point is, uh, yeah, now it's Beyonce's song and we all get to enjoy it again because I love that fucking song. So I hope, you know, Kellis, Kellis, Kellis figures it out and I hope things are good for her and like she processes this and I hope, you know, I wish a bunch more success and you, Beyonce. In other, in other news, so it is rumored to, it is rumored to believe, that is not proper grammar, y'all, my bad. <laughs> uh, so the rumors are stating that Mia Khalifa and Jay Cortez have called it quits. And this is all on the basis that, like, she went and deleted pretty much everything that had to do with them. She even went so far as to follow him. He still follows her. And while, like, all the promotional videos and shit are still up for, like, stuff that she was featured in with him, uh, there isn't really anything up about them. However, she still does follow a few Mia Khalifa and Jay Cortez fan pages. So, like... And then I, that was me just snooping on the internet. <laughs> so, I don't know, yeah. Maybe they just, they just beefing. But she also did post 
on Twitter, like, men cheating for the entertainment of other men is, like, corny or whatever it was that she said, which, true, uh, dumbest shit you could do, but whatever. Bro, how do you, like, get me a califa and then fumble that shit? I don't understand, but whatever. Mia, baby, I got you. Come here. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Anyways, Cesalina Gomez. See, you know, it was just like a whole bundle of like depression. <coughs> For me personally. So, Selena Gomez has gone out and stated that she will eventually retire from the entertainment industry so recently on one of her besties podcasts she stated that you know one her her plan right is to one day settle down and like be a mom and and do all like the family shit but that's not gonna happen anytime soon from my understanding you know she is like on shows and doing all this stuff so and she's single as fuck from what we know so not yet maybe maybe a la mejor puede ser tal vez quizás <laughs> and if she does girl you do you the reason i said depression was because i read ahead on the points that we were discussing today and jeanette mccurdy has released a book uh, I believe the title of the book is I'm Glad My Mom Died. That alone is a... Oh, it hits me in, in, in all of my heart. Pobrecita. And the book essentially revolves around her time as a child actor. And how... She spent a lot of time being manipulated by the adults around her and the people that were trying to, that were supposed, that are meant to keep her safe. They were not, especially her mother. And, you know, she was going through all this shit. And then, like, Miranda Cosgrove, who portrayed Carly, released a statement stating, like, you know, it's so crazy, you know, when you're a kid, you're so up in your own head that you don't realize that the people around you might be struggling with like some real shit and she's like and oh this part for me is the part that hurts my soul and i i've been in emotional bits lately <laughs> just letting all of it out she stated she's like you know that's not something you really expect from the person in the room that is making everybody else laugh I say that to say, you know, I've seen a lot of things on the internet about if someone is experiencing depression, it looks like this. And it's all the like, they isolate themselves from people. They do this, they do this, the blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. Yes and no. So the thing about depression, the thing about emotions Depression, much like grieving, takes on different images for different people. Masking is a big thing in the depression community. And that masking, like, you know how people say, you know, make sure you check on your strong friend. Uh, 
yes, but also just make sure you check on people because like masking is a really big thing that occurs and essentially it is the literal it's it's the act of taking on a specific character trait or aspect of your personality as an individual placing that over as a shield with all your human interactions throughout the day and suppressing whatever it is you're feeling in order to be more palpable to the environment around you which means that like someone you know could be thoroughly depressed or going through some shit or dealing with all these mental health issues and you will never know until they collapse or god forbid something happens very very tragic to them and i feel like that is more often than not what does happen that people are just like no there's no fucking way because like this person was always so happy and they were all of this and blah 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 and then it's like no they were actually struggling for years just no one paid attention and i honestly feel like masking comes very much so from a few different aspects like for me personally it comes from like the sensation of not wanting to be a burden and like hyper independence and then for others it can come from i mean i can't speak on it but just it needs to be done to be able to get through the day you know so it's it is really difficult to say what someone else is going through I hope the release of this book was and is and will continue to be very healing for Miss Jeanette McCurdy, who we love. She is um, a producer now, if I'm not mistaken. You know, she's taken on that aspect. And recent years, there has been a lot coming out about how, like, a lot of child actors got real fucked up uh, in the roles they had and how there has to be changes within the industry and how, like, a lot of it does come from even the adults around them that are supposed to be protecting them and fucking don't. So, whole lot of love their way. Uh, another thing happening, this is a whole other age gap thing. I'm going to just say this. And maybe I'm just dumb. <laughs> Personally, I did not know that Demi and Will were 12 years apart. I don't know why in my brain I thought Demi Lovato was like way older. Like, I don't know if anybody else gets that where like you grow up with certain celebrities and because they're in like a certain, I don't want to say caliber of life, but kind of like for me, I forget all the time that Cardi B is my age. Because I see her as, like, she's a mom and she's married and, like, she's done all this shit. So, like, you know, like, my mindset goes to, like, oh, my God, she's probably, like, in her 30s already and, like, figured it out. And well, I know she's my age. <laughs> and to, like, have that whoa moment of, like, wait, Demi is only a year older than me. Just, like, threw me clean the fuck out. I'm not even going to lie. But there was a snippet release of her song, 29, where 
a lot of people are very confident that I think she recently I think they recently switched their pronouns back to she I'm not sure but basically Demi went on to say that on the snippet it discusses that age gap and how like she basically grew up and looked back and was like yo maybe that wasn't okay that you were a whole 29 year old man dating a 17 year old because like bitch i will be damned (laughs) i'm sorry but like no just no it's fucking it's weird to me (laughs) and i can't talk my shit too much because like i know fuck shit i was doing around that age as well but there has been a lot of criticizing. Can't word today, you guys. Like that's been like a whole day thing. I don't know what it is. I'm gonna just blame it on the moon. <laughs> we got a full moon tomorrow. <laughs> on the eleventh, August eleventh, full moon. I hope you guys have been doing your manifestations. We will get onto that at the end of the episode if you are so inclined. But. You know, there's been a lot of criticism towards Demi um, because of the snippet of the song. Everyone's like, not everyone, but people are on the internet talking about, like, why is she discussing this now? And, you know, people have come out to her defense and stated, like, bitch, because she is now 29 and thinks about it and realizes, like, it would be gross if I dated a 17-year-old. Which, facts. (laughs) fucking facts like bro I feel weird about honestly you gotta be my age or like 3-4 years older than me I can't do it otherwise I can't do it it's fucking weird to me but that's just me personally I hope I think the album was supposed to be released on the 5th but it hasn't been released yet to my knowledge hopefully we get to see it soon and like all of that so yeah sorry I got distracted I just found a little like cat claw in my home randomly that is weird I don't own pets. Anyways. (laughs) All that aside. I'ma just say this as DCC delivered. (laughs) So also, before we get into the whole MCU hubbub that happened, because it happened. It really did. And it was pristine. Obviously, Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Fire is coming out to Amazon in September. And my mommy and I are going to watch it together because she loves Lord of the Rings. What I didn't know was coming out is a Dungeons and Dragons film. And like, I just want to nominate myself to the studio if you guys need a dark elf for this film. I will gladly, gladly portray 
my TikTok and YouTube are both Drizzit's wifey. I love Drizzit Dorden. Hire me. <laughs> I was like, yo, this is happening. That's a thing that's happening. I hope it does better than the World of Warcraft film that was released. But anyway... So those are two things that I'm personally excited about. Obviously, they released a trailer for Shazam. That's definitely a thing that's happening. Um, I am... Wow, that was a weird thing that just came to my mind. But basically... <laughs> wow, that was random. <laughs> no, because I, I thought of The Flash. And obviously... Who did I think about? The actor that portrays The Flash. And I just want to say I'm very disappointed in them, but that's just me. Whole lot is happening there, and I don't know how to address it yet, so we're going to wait on that. But SDCC. MCU panel in Hall H, which I will go to one day. And I will be the one on the microphone welcoming them in and asking the questions. Okay, yeah, we're manifesting. Ignore my my gorgeous singing voice over here. But they have announced that the end of Phase 4 will come with She-Hulk and Black Panther 2 Wakanda Forever. Now... There have been some issues online over the fact that they went and killed off T'Challa. And if you guys do not follow Nikki Marina on fucking TikTok yet or YouTube, I need you to do that because she's amazing. And she had a lot to say about it. Um, I can't remember verbatim what it is that she said, but she boiled it down to one of the one of the things that like really caught my attention was how she said that should we not be grateful that this man literally literally cemented his place as T'Challa so much so that they realized that a recasting was just not a thing that could be made and like you know being in being in the studio and having to be the one to like make those decisions like that shit's fucking hard and when they so that is one of the things she touched upon like y'all go watch her full thing like she's she's amazing she's an amazing amazing creator i absolutely fucking love this woman and honestly agreed i feel like people have a lot of issues recently with what Marvel's been doing, and they're talking a lot of shit about the films, like, oh my god, they're putting this in such a political agenda, they're following the leftist agenda, blah, 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 it wasn't like this, yes, it fucking was, comics have always had political undertones to them, comics have always followed what I guess they're calling the leftist agenda. Like, this is not fucking new. And I'm going to need y'all to go back and reread shit. And if you still don't see it, you're reading it wrong. Um, <laughs> I just ain't reading it right. Uh, pero. The panel for 
Black Panther 2, specifically that part of the MCU panel, was so gut-wrenching. Like, that shit broke my fucking heart, dude. Because obviously they don't even see the trailers before release as far as the actors in the film. You know what I'm saying? So this is their first time for them as well. And when they watched it, you just saw, like, the embracing. I'm gonna fucking cry. Because, like, dude, the tears that, like, welled up. Oh, my God. Oof. When the original cast saw that trailer dude my whole guy i was and it was it was very beautiful introduction to it because like they stuck very much so to everything that this film has embodied and like they had performers come out and they were beating on the drums and they were doing a dance and it was like that in itself was absolutely amazing like they showed the fuck out for this panel and i can only imagine how difficult that fucking release was because like somebody had to put it together right so you had to like conceptualize this in the most innocent way and like they saw that trailer and the tears and the hugging and like you can see the original cast hugging because it's like they are grieving the fact that like their friend is no longer here you know and then you see the new cast like they have all this joy and excitement that like they get this amazing opportunity and then like they all embrace each other and it's really that like while we are grateful we get that you're going through some fucking hurt right now. And then Ochuerta, he he made the speech, which like honestly, oh god. Oh, I'm crying just remembering everything. Although he I felt like he was very like he had no sense of space in that moment because he was so excited. But he definitely he had a lot of chords because he he spoke in Spanish and he's like, can I have a moment to speak in Spanish? And they were like, of course. And essentially he said, you know, like for everybody, he's like, I grew up in the hood. Right. And he's like, for everybody watching that has that dream, it's possible. He's like, for everybody that crossed that border, to give hope for a better future like it's possible like you can do this shit you can accomplish everything that you set your mind to i am already in fucking tears sheesh oh child (laughs) we are crying over here but i thought it was really beautiful i thought that whole panel was amazing i am gonna give you the release dates for everything that was announced uh because i'm emotional is fuck right now but i'm okay with it i'm okay with somebody else picking up the black panther mantle because i definitely think that 
he made such an impact himself. And people are writing on the coattails that, like, that Chadwick's family has at moments said that they're okay with him being replaced because he would have understood that it is a role and all of that. I, I don't know if they said that because, like, simply because they are speaking truth but also is it partially because one thing would be like okay if he got replaced then cool he got replaced it was just another movie but I think like there's a a different aspect to their grieving if like you realize like you know that that incredible human made such a difference that they were like, no, absolutely no one can replace him. I feel like that brings a different level of grieving. And so I'm not saying like they they said what they said because of that, because I can't speak to that, but that's that's the sensation that I get from it because like my mindset is like seeing him replaced in the film, seeing that character being removed, to some degree would kind of make it more real and would make it harder because it's like, wow, he impacted all these people so much. I don't know. That's just my personal personal tidbit on that. But as we are already talking about Sasha before I give you all the MCU release dates. Okay, no, I'm going to give you all the MCU first. <laughs> Stop messing with y'all. Uh, no, I still haven't gone to see Thor. Don't kill me, y'all. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> so, phase five is set to include the following films and shows. Ant-Man and the Wasp, Mania, to be released February 17th, 2023. Secret Invasion, coming spring 2023. Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 3, coming May 5th, 2023. Everything's in 2023, so I'm going to stop saying it. <laughs> Echo Summer of 2023. Okay, maybe I'm not done saying it. <laughs> the Marvels, coming July 28th. Loki season two, the summer of 2023. Blade, I'm really fucking excited for that film. Okay, Blade, November 3rd. I think it's gonna be a film. It better be a film. Movie, series, all of it? Okay, November 3rd. Ironheart, fall of 2023. Agatha, coven of chaos. In the winter of 23 slash 24. So, I don't know when that's coming out, but pending. Daredevil, Born Again, Spring 2024. Captain America, New World Order. I don't know how I feel about that. New World Order, May 3rd, 2024. Thunderbolts, July 26, 2024. Uh, oh, yeah, the other thing I want to talk about. Bad Bunny. <laughs> Bad Bunny besuqueándose en el club con la muchacha. People in the comment sections be killing me. Y'all keep saying, y'all be like, Gabriela's the strongest soldier out here. Bro, she needs to leave that man alone. <laughs> Although, 
But like, I mean, the perks must be not, I don't fucking know. Nobody trifling out here. He did say though, like they're single, so I don't. I don't she didn't deny it. Maybe they're swingers. Maybe they are in an open relationship. Who knows? Not how I feel about any of it. <clears throat> Conflicted. Um, so I don't know if you guys heard this, but Sean Mendez is canceling his tour or canceled his tour. He made the announcement and people are throwing a tizzy fit because he was out celebrating for his birthday and people are like, oh my God, I'm upset because I spent all this money and I couldn't get it back and you just fucking canceled and like, um, you're out here though and you're partying and blah, 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 blah. Like, that's a bit fucking much. Like, fuck y'all. I'm sorry that you don't have mental health issues or don't handle it in the same way that he's handling it. Well, I understand how it can it can be perceived that he's like out here partying, but like he's celebrating his fucking birthday. He's enjoying life. He's being taken out by his friends because they're concerned. Like, and they're saying he should be at home resting with family. What if his family is not his rest? Like we don't really know what's going on in his mindset and like if he had to cancel like for that reason cool i hope everybody got their money back for those tickets <laughs> or like that they got pushed back but like we cannot dictate how others handle their struggle you know what i'm saying like i personally am on loa Currently, I'm going to leave of absence from work. And besides this one month hiatus, from the content that I post, nobody could tell. You can't tell that a bitch is not okay right now. You can't tell that a bitch is fucking struggling and in pain every single fucking day. You get what I'm saying? So it's like... Y'all need to be real careful about what y'all be believing on the internet and seeing as fact. Because I cannot tell you that I've just been wallowing in my self-pity every single day at home. That has not happened. My I love, I love so much my friends and I am so grateful for them and certain people in my family and like you know, that are really checking in on me to make sure I'm good, right? Because they know, like, I'm not okay right now. But, like, I'm working on it, right? That's that's the purpose of it. I'm, I'm also taking the steps to heal and take care of myself. But, like, my friends have taken me out. They're like, no, fuck you. Come on, let's go get food. No, fuck you. We're going to go over here. Like... And if somebody from work were to see me and be like, well, she said she was sick and she said da-da-da-da-da and this, this, and that, I would throw the biggest bitch fit because fuck you. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't know what people are fucking going through. So be a little more conscientious. So I guess that that sums up why I haven't been here for like a month. <laughs> I love you guys. Uh, I've been going 
through the fucking ringer in so many aspects of my health. I had to really pull away for a month to work on it to make sure that your girl did not clock out, you know, uh, and threw away the key on my timeline here. So I had to take that time and really just work on things. I have been active on TikTok um, because it felt like the most low maintenance of all my creative outlets. So I had to really just you know, focus on that, work on stuff for myself on the back end in order to make sure my health is good and all of that good shit. So that's why I was gone. Um, I just want y'all to be real careful about the approach that you take on things in regards to people's mental states. Um, because I am still baffled at the fact that, you know, the world is like, yeah, we were just shut down for two years and we're all collectively traumatized because of the fucking pandemic and all the losses we had. But it's cool, though. We're good, right? No. <laughs> you know? I think everyone can benefit from a little bit of mental health help. I know it is not. I know that I am very much so privileged in that way that I do have the insurance and the accessibility to it and all of that. Um, and I know not everyone has that. I have been seeing a lot about BetterHelp recently. I haven't done enough research on it to see what's good, which is why I'm always telling you guys, you know, call the hotline, text the hotline, helpline, sorry, the 988 for National Suicide Prevention. Like, they have professionals on staff and if they cannot directly assist you with something, right, they will help you with the resources needed. Like, y'all, please take care of yourselves, okay? I love you guys so much. And I'm sorry I was gone, but I had to put a little extra effort in loving me and making sure that I continue to do the things that I need to do to heal and really push forward. I will be introducing some new stuff. I know. I keep telling y'all that and this time it is more legit. I'm in a better space to be able to do that. Um, I'm no longer overworking and overextending myself uh, because fuck that and it literally landed me here along with grieving the loss of loved ones at the same time. So uh, I send you guys a lot of love. Congratulations to Benefer. Congratulations to Anya Taylor-Joy, who supposedly got married, but I don't know if it's true or not because she's very private about her love life. And I fucking love her. I love that woman. She is so, she's the cutest thing. She's so sweet. She seemed so nice. And she had me when she said, que tiene una bolsa con sus tarjetas de tarot and crystals. Like, bitch, oh my God, can we be besties? Like, she is the witch. I love it. Anyway. <laughs> also, congratulations to that one fan that proposed to Maluma and, like, put a ring on him. Like, damn, bitch, out here living my dream. <laughs> Like, obviously, they didn't actually get married, and she's just, like, gifted him the ring, but, like, 
baby, come say I do to me. Fuck, come get me. <laughs> Maluma, baby. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> All my nonsense aside, let's enter a mindfulness corner, if you will. Some motivation for your Wednesday and preparation for this full moon. It is 11.44. Why am I still awake? <laughs> but confirmation. So there was a quote that I read recently that was said by Salma Hayek. And it goes as follows. I'll tell you. There is nothing better in life than being a late bloomer. I believe that success can happen at any time and at any age. I've been really fucking with a lot of her quotes lately. And like, I, one, I love that woman. I'm like, yes, she's incredible. She's amazing. I would love to have her boobs, but here we are. Um, <laughs> I'm like, damn, can I get those on Amazon? Anyway, my nonsense aside, I absolutely love that because I feel like in society, right? Especially millennials, millennials out there that are reaching 30 or are 30 and you feel like you have to get it all together already or you should have been here and you should have done x y and z and blah 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 blah. and to anyone really at any age if you're feeling like there's this expectation of where you need to be right now right, of, no, this should have been like this, I should have been here, I should have these many kids, I should have a partner, a wife, a husband, I should have all this stuff, and I'm not there, so clearly it's never gonna, like, no, that's not true. The only way that something does not come to fruition in life is if we don't put the work that it takes to get it. So currently we are in 8-8 Lionsgate portal energy being backed up by this full moon that is happening in Aquarius. And you know, a good Aquarius loves to shake shit up. And while yes, it is pristine manifestation time, it is also pristine take care of your fucking selves time. You know, everything in life revolves around balance and reciprocity, correct? So the whole concept of as above, so below. Everyone always, I don't know, I feel like people have a really dark like connotation to that, but it simply means what is up must come down. What is out must come in. So it's like all this energy that we're exerting to accomplish all these things, we also have to equally put within ourselves to nurture and love up on ourselves. Because like constant striving is fucking exhausting. You are allowed to rest. You are allowed to take a nap. You are allowed to say fuck it for the day because you just need a moment 
And while, yes, that can lead to some hella procrastination, all this shit, I'm not saying it doesn't, but you are on absolutely nobody's timeline but your own, my loves, okay? You can take that pause, take those breaks as long as you get up and you keep going. And if along that way you find out and realize like, shit, maybe this is something I don't want to fucking do for the rest of my existence, you are allowed to do what makes you happy, okay? Now I know a lot of us might have constraints, right? Such as bills and life and other little humans that we have to fend for. But like, don't ever lose sight of yourself. And if you do, Remember, you are not the same person every single day, okay? We are very much so creatures that are impacted by our environment. So you now should not be the same you from like 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 years ago, okay? Because if you've been out there experiencing life and living life to some degree then you should also be growing and shifting and adapting to do better and be better for you not in comparison to anybody else but yourself We're going to do some breathing. (laughs) I hope you guys have some water next to you. Some tea. Something that makes yourself feel absolutely delicious at this time. Because as much as this season is about manifestation, it is also about bringing forth everything about us and healing that and growing you know in order to accept more we need to make that space right so right now we're just going to use this time to let go of all the bullshit and negativity so go ahead close your eyes if you're so inclined you have your headphones on if i'm on speaker whatever it is that you know feels good for you go ahead turn up the volume And we're going to start. If you are not so good with visualization, that's cool. Keep your eyes closed or keep them open and like focus on a point. And if you have any thoughts that intrude throughout this, that's cool. Be like, cool, hi, sub, bro, goodbye. You know, just focus on your breathing here, okay? Now, we're going to do fours on this one, so take a deep breath in, and release, release all the negativity, all the hate, all the self-hate, it has no place here, and now we're going to breathe again, and release. All high expectations, all unrealistic expectations that we place on ourselves and others. 
And now we're going to do another deep inhale. And release. And think of a, yes, very peaceful moment. Say hi to it as well and be like, cool, I like you. I'm going to come back to you later. <laughs> and just let go of all the hurt. You know, maybe you're feeling some tension in your shoulders. Drop those down. Wiggle your neck around a little bit if you're able to. And unclench your jaw. Unstick the tongue from the roof of your mouth. <laughs> because I trust I do that too. And we're going to breathe one more time. Inhale. And I hope you guys have been inhaling through your nose. <laughs> Inhale in. And exhale out through your mouth. And please feel free to replay this part as many times as you absolutely want to. If this helps, I'm so happy that it does. It is definitely something that I have been learning in therapy um, to kind of just help really keep me here, right? Because... Well, <clears throat> my voice, this is why you need water during these exercises. <laughs> well, for all my spiritual baddies out there, my babies, my lovely hummingbirds, my brujitas. Well, all of the downloads of the universe are great and being connected is amazing. You always have to remember to come back to self. To all my non-spiritual hummingbirds and those who don't really know yet what they believe in and if you believe in anything at all, still, we get so caught up in the hassle of everyday life that we often forget that we are the ones carrying ourselves through that hassle of everyday life. And if we don't give ourselves a little bit of love every day and that moment to center ourselves and be like, yo, I'm here, I'm doing this shit, we're going to burn out. So don't do that to yourselves, okay? I love you guys so, so much. Thank you for sticking around with me all this time and listening to old episodes of pop culture and watching the YouTube videos that are up and following me on TikTok if you do. I'm sorry to say that a spicy cosplay is still on hiatus. It takes a special kind of energy to create that content, as well as special amount of money to create that content, which I currently do not have disposal to because makeup is expensive, paint is expensive, body paint is expensive, uh, fabric for outfits, outfits themselves if they're already made, all that shit costs money that I cannot afford at this time. To all my lovely spicy cosplay lovers that have been faithful to me during this time. And y'all just up there enjoying the content that exists. I love you guys so, so much. I'm so grateful to you. I did already tell everyone, like, you know, y'all don't have to be up here during this hiatus. Everyone that said, we don't fucking care, bitch. We love you anyway. Like, y'all, my whole heart. I love y'all. Thank you. Um, But... That is still going to be postponed for a bit of time while my situation improves and, like, I get a whole lot of shit on my end together. So, just wanted to give that little bit of announcement there. 
everybody else that is not <laughs> to that spicy cosplay shit. Uh, y'all missing out, but personal opinion over here. Um, thank you for the continual support on all my other platforms, and like, I, I just I'm so grateful, everyone. Like, you have no idea how much, how much all of this really, really keeps a broken bitch going. <laughs> it really does. Um, and everyone that has reached out and been like, oh my god, like, I love your makeup videos, I love your fucking TikToks, I love all this shit, like, I really appreciate it, I do, and if you guys are not following me on all of my handles yet, what are you doing? That is also one of the best ways to stay in touch with me. I'm working on my communication, if you do message me, I'm working on it, y'all, I love y'all, working on it. Um, but... You can find me on Instagram as Ella Monroe Vasquez, and I have my other address that's wifey Instagram, but that one's still up in there of what I'm going to do with it. <laughs> so you can go ahead and follow that one too if you're so inclined. Uh, TikTok and YouTube are both under Drizzit's wifey. However, my name on TikTok does also reflect now Ella Monroe Vasquez. Like I said, a whole lot of shit is happening on the back end, and of of course, follow Beth Culture on all your podcasting platforms. Um, I'm back, bitches. <laughs> I love you guys so, so much. I'm so grateful for each and every one of you. And as always, les mando mucha paz, muchos besos. Y les recuerdo que miren hacia la luna. Sending you much peace, many kisses. And reminding you to always look up at the moon. I love you guys. I hope you have an amazing full moon and amazing manifesting season. Please protect yourselves because as much as you are manifesting, so are other people. So, you know, just just saying, putting that out there. I don't know who the fuck that message was for, but protect yourselves. Black Germany and Obsidian, all the protective stones. Anyways, <laughs> do some cleanses. <laughs> um... But, yeah, I hope it was an amazing season for y'all, for whatever that looks like for each of you. And I'll catch y'all on the next one. Okay, love you. Bye.